Now, when the pilot hit a, hit a parked car, his body flew through the windshield, landing in a twisted, headless heap. And Rivera was taken to Calvary Hospital, where he was listed in critical but stable condition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pulling your chain. Just head and head. Just <laughs> From the smallest room in New York City comes the show that gives you a reason to live. So many people hate the police. That doesn't bother me. What bothers me is that not enough people hate firemen. There's a couple of young fellows out west that might just be leaning that way. Uh, An FDNY captain is accused of having oral sex with two boys related to him, both under the age of 14. This is a story from 2014. Now, Now, in the man's defense, the incident occurred on September 12th. We all have our own way of dealing with the pain of that anniversary. Some people drink, do drugs. Some people seek the love and support of their family. In the same uh, sex, underage mouths and genitals of their extended families. Never forget. Also, this happened in Hollywood. Well, that shows you what an evil place that is. Man goes out there to the coast, proud Staten Island fireman. After just a couple of days in Hollywood, he's sucking underage cock. Probably promised him a movie deal. Or maybe he was confused. You know, in California, oral sex is defined differently uh, than it is here. You know, in, in, in California and New York, it's virtually the same, except oral sex in California comes with a slice of avocado. Welcome to the 2014 New York City Crime Awards. Uh, joining me, Nate Fridson. Hello, hello there. Good Nate, day. Yes, thanks, Nate. Thanks for uh, you know going over some of these. Um, Okay, and these nominees, uh, I, I'm excited about these. Uh, uh, you know, it, 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 the idea hit me kind of late. We should have been sort of planning for this all along. And they, well, you know, we'll have a big award show. Sure. But, uh, you know, I, it occurred to me towards the end of the year, why not? Like, I mean, look, I mean, we honor, uh, you know, there's all kinds of award shows for, uh, say, uh, entertainment. Right. You know, right? Uh, you know, we, Golden Globes were just recently. The Oscars and the, Oscars the coming up. Choice. It's like you know, entertainment has a lot. Kids of Choice things. Awards. Wow, even Kids Choice. Kids, cho- kids get a choice. <laughs> Boy, what's the world coming to? But we wondered, hey, what about policemen? What about mm-hmm. teachers? What about other presumed criminals? Yeah, <laughs> why should their outstanding achievements be ignored simply because we don't necessarily agree with what they do? Uh, now, uh, some criminals work just as hard, if not harder, right, at their craft as anyone in entertainment. And uh, more importantly, uh, why shouldn't we, the New York City Crime Report, be able to uh, likewise recycle material for, <laughs> for an award show? So let's start with uh, outstanding suicide. A Prospect Park woman hung herself. She was found hanging in Prospect Park at the beginning of Memorial Day weekend. Now, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm going to look at that as her celebration of the fallen soldiers. Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, and, uh, I, you know, and, and I thought, well, it, it's a festive time. Mm-hmm. Her feet were seen dangling by a, a, a jogger. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, there was a loud boom. There's not a lot of details to it, but I thought it was poetic and there I were, thought it, it was worthy of a nomination. There was a loud boom. Yeah, there was some kind of a loud bang or boom that some guy heard just before they discovered her body. Usually, that's a silent way to go, hanging yourself. Not a lot of, uh, not a lot of explosions. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe she had a particularly brittle neck. <laughs> <laughs> just like a popper, right? Just went off. Now, a man killed himself in in Roberto Clemente Park, mm-hmm. and that's in the Bronx. By uh, he jumped into the Harlem River. 
for the story, we go to the lead in the post. A despondent man tried to drown his sorrows Saturday. <laughs> There's just no occasion too solemn for a pun. There really, there really isn't. When it comes to the New York Post. Uh, <laughs> he, he carried a, a large burgundy urn. Burgundy urn. And he was talking to himself and stripping off his clothes. Uh, you know, uh, he plunged into the river at 10.22 a.m., mm-hmm. if you need the exact time. Now, a nearby fisherman extended a rod, which the unknown naked man declined. Oh. He was going to just fish him up with just a common fishing rod. Yes. I just don't see that working out. I just don't <laughs> I just don't believe it. I, I, I mean, don't. it's not as if he, like, cast a line or okay. something. I mean, I think, like with some, some suicidal man bait. Right. <laughs> what is... <laughs> What would that be? It's like a cigarettes, cigarettes, uh, a bottle of whiskey, maybe yeah. a photo album of his dead wife. Uh. Well, yeah, that might have been uh, what he was down there for. Uh, the urn, the burgundy urn, you recall, was etched with the name of a person who died in June, June 2007. Mm-hmm. That's a long time ago. That's like the Fantastic Four movie. Right, exactly. Yeah. He was determined to take his life, said a witness. Uh, once he hit the water, he started shaking. He was throwing water in his face. He was trying to hold his face under. Uh, was, he was trying to, like, splash himself into drowning? <laughs> yes. No horseplay in the river, sir. I'm uh, sorry. Oh, yeah. You, yeah I, I thought it qualified uh, due to the... Uh, he also had a, a lot of roses, you see. Mm-hmm. So he had, he, had, he had a bunch of flowers that he, that he had in his mouth, and he had an urn. And he, and he uh, jumped right into the water, and he was naked. Uh, I don't like uh, mixing exhibitionism with romance. I don't, I don't uh, care for it. Especially with, like, unwanted sentiment, you know? Right. It gets messy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, he, you know he, he truly seemed as if he was despondent. I, you know, they never found the body. I'm not convinced that he didn't get away alive. On you this. think so? I think, well, I mean, it's like he's splashing water on his face. I err, I err towards ghost on this one. I think it's uh, like there hasn't been there hasn't been a depressed man here for thirty years. <laughs> All they found was the roses in the urn. What do you mean in in? Yeah. <laughs> well, they. Uh, now here's the third nominee. Now and this is also in the boogie D, birthplace of hip hop and home of the botanical G. <laughs> 51-year-old Thomas Rivera made a strong, if if not especially detailed, final statement. In Hunt's Point, uh, he uh, fastened a chain to a post, and he looped the chain around his neck, and then he got behind the wheel of his vehicle. Now, momentarily, physics would take over. And there's a couple of factors and principles here. It's an event that involves laws uh, of acceleration. And that's measured in the international system of units, uh, the meter per second. Mm-hmm. And uh, principles of force, that's measured in uh, uh, Newton's, SI unit of Newton's, and a man's head, right. measured in pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much his head weighed, but uh, it's, it wasn't... Nine? Nine pounds? Ten pounds? Something? Uh, that's an estimate. He, he, was, uh, he was a 51-year-old head, too. Okay. Uh, I think, uh, for some reason, you think of a middle-aged man's head, it seems to gain in weight. I would say, I would think it's got a little more. It's it's the wisdom that weighs it down. Yes, you know? the wisdom and the uh, the fact. Yeah, he's always you know uh, you, you can tell it's heavy because it's always like downturn. Right, exactly. You know? Anyway, he was uh, he he was comfortably seated at the wheel of the SUV. Uh, once he was there, he stepped hard on the gas, and when the chain became taut, well, goodbye, yellow brick road. <laughs> Yes, this is where uh, this is where God is my co-pilot bumper sticker would achieve maximum irony. This really, yeah, I think. 
So much irony, it burns. <laughs> or, I don't know, my kid is an honor student. So, uh, yeah, if you want. My kid, my kid is... <laughs> and I am so depressed about it that I did this. Uh, you know, the question a lot of car enthusiasts, uh, enthusiasts would be asking right mm-hmm. now, and uh, I'm sure, and I'll just answer it without even... Sure. It was the 2005 Honda Pilot. And once you've made the decision to rip your head off... With 250 pounds of torque, uh, foot pounds of torque, the, the Honda Pilot's an excellent vehicle. Excellent vehicle to rip uh, your head off with. You know, it's just it's just shame. You know, America used to make cars you could rip your head off in, and it's uh, it's a shame. <laughs> As a proud Detroiter, I feel I feel this was a missed opportunity. You know, uh, you the muscle car uh, era. It's re- It's truly over. Imagine the ripping that could have happened. Oh my God, those things would rip your head off just sometimes just driving by. I mean, you see a car drive it round and rip your hat off. You go from head to headless in six seconds in one of those cars. I mean, it's <laughs> that's pretty good pickup. It's pretty good. But the Honda Pilot, not bad either. And I'm not I mean, being it's paid safe. to say that. It's safe. I'll say that. Yeah, it's oh, it's very safe. It's it's also got 41.9 inches of headroom. <laughs> uh-huh. You want to way more around. than you're going to need. <laughs> bounce that around like a popomatic bubble. Just do that inside that car. <laughs> Leather interior for easy cleanup. Now. uh... Now, when the pilot hit a hit a parked car, his body flew through the windshield, landing in a twisted, headless heap. And Rivera was taken to Calvary Hospital, where he was listed in critical but stable condition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pulling your chain. Just headed, just, uh... <laughs> uh, but he was ticketed for illegal parking, failure to wear a seatbelt, and loitering. Oh wait, not loitering, littering. Littering. But one one report on uh, on the suicide mentioned this that he it says moreover police do not have a motive for the Bronx suicide. Now that's that's important. It really is to identify the motive because clearly he had the means and the opportunity. But if they can't establish a motive, there's a good chance this guy could walk. <laughs> that's the court system. It's or roll. God, innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> Oh, well. Oh, you you mentioned the safety of the pilot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it says here, uh, this is a consumer review, safety, one of the best features of the pilot. I never felt the impact of the accident. <laughs> Glad I picked the pilot. Right. <laughs> Do you think this guy felt the impact of that? I th- Yeah, I think he, uh, I, I don't think he did. I mean, did the airbags deploy? I would want to know that. Did that <laughs> All right, good did question. Because that, that might have just shot the head backwards, just out the back, you know. Oh, yeah. Body out the front. Head out the back. <laughs> Head out the back. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, right through the back windshield. I was impressed with the uh, detail in the story. Mm-hmm. And, 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 st- and yet it's still not enough. You know, I mean, they have surveillance video of this. I wish they would have posted it. I would, I would love to see it. Um, this, I mean, this category is uh, for suicide of the year. I mean, this is like any year Tom Hanks is nominated for an Oscar. I mean, it's just this guy is running away with it. I mean, I, he's, I think you're right. He's flying through the windshield away with it. I mean, he's <laughs> this Thomas Rivera. Tomas uh, Rivera is the Tom Hanks yeah. <laughs> of New York City suicides and does win uh, with uh, an astonishing majority of the votes. I mean, head and shoulders above. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't dream of giving it to. Uh, any of the others now uh uh congratulations tomas rivera and um this will be awarded posthumously right? yes okay. I, I, okay. necessarily so right. and and good luck on uh on selling that used pilot right <laughs> wherever you are the crime numbers are in for 2014 and there, uh turns out uh, murders were down there were hey. seven fewer uh murders in 2014 than in 2013 however 100 more people were shot 
And that can only mean one thing. What? Obamacare is working. <laughs> it is. Because <laughs> no one's because no one is aiming for the kneecap. I promise that. That's just not. No. You know, some people think it's easy to murder a child. You know, they're smaller, they're less aware of their surroundings, and they're more trusting. All the things that make them adorable <laughs> also they're, make them more killable. They're weak. They're weak. They're so weak. Easy to overpower <laughs> in every way. One-handed. You can almost accidentally kill a kid. <laughs> well, there's two criteria for this category. Uh, you obviously, uh, number one, you have to kill a child. That's... Okay. You have, that, that's a, you know, you have to clear that bar. And then uh, there has to be something about the crime that makes it completely unacceptable. So what does it take to distinguish yourself in the category of child murder? Well, in a word, gall. You have to have the worst excuse imaginable or uh, the worst reason. You okay. Know? And there's a difference, you know. But uh, so, so we proceed now with the, uh, the award uh, for outstanding achievement in the field of child murder. Uh, our number one nominee is, uh, well, it's coming right up. A, a 20-month-year-old baby uh, wow. died a, a 20 month. I mean, that's strong entry already. Yeah. <laughs> Difficult to justify. You didn't even give this kid a chance to have a wrong idea. Yes. I mean. <laughs> or or to have a right idea. Right. <laughs> uh, now, the 20-month-year-old, but all wrong ideas. All wrong, really. Yeah, really. Born <laughs> all incorrect. Just born with sin, as we know. The earlier, earlier you kill a kid, the better, really. I mean, I mean, that's the justification for abortion. Let's fill up limbo. Uh, a 20-month-year-old baby died last August due to the, uh, the less-than-effective care of a state-licensed daycare provider, mm -hmm. a 40-year-old Athena Skeeter. Athena Skeeter. Athena Skeeter. Yes. Uh, it's a cartoon character. Char yes. Charged with manslaughter. And uh, and this would be a funny cartoon, wouldn't right. it? Right. This would be a, a real laugh riot. <laughs> so, so the, uh, yeah. the babysitter who killed children. Uh, as a cartoon. was a, uh, She's charged with manslaughter and child endangerment after a child in her care killed in a tragic wrestling accident. Horseplay turned fatal. Turned <laughs> fatal. She says, I was wrestling with Cardell, she told detectives. Mm -hmm. uh, she says, I flipped him on the bed. I had a lot of stuff on the bed. Mm -hmm. I lifted him by one arm and one leg and threw him on the floor. I think we got to get a visual of that, which yeah. arm and leg it is. It's kind of a, a toss. Uh, and, and by the way, I'm pretty sure that we're already beyond the disqualification point. What? By, by picking him up and throwing him onto the floor. In a wrestling match. In a wrestling match. That would that would likely be Well it's professional wrestling. She's more of a she's more Chris Benoit than she is uh than she is like an Olympic style wrestler. Well yeah, but I mean as I guess it would depend on if I think the way that I remember it, if you throw him over the top ring rope, that's mm -hmm. a disqualification. That's a disqualification. But if you throw him through yeah. the, the, the the middle of the ring ropes, right. then it's somehow uh but I, I don't think they were quite anything. It would depend on how detailed of a setup they had. And I guess. and whether or not this was a, a table match. Yeah, so. I <laughs> or I don't think there was a ref on hand. Now that not. I'm thinking about it, now the, the she also goes on with her quote: "The floor was hard wood. I stepped on his stomach three times." Oh. Skeeter told police, "I didn't use full force." Well, okay. Then I threw my son on top of Cardell and stepped on his stomach three times. That was times. a tag team match. I, yep. <laughs> she stormed the ring. Right. Oh my God! That's Athena <laughs> Skeeter's music. Oh no. No. I, I do charge the son. In this, I don't think you could charge. I think, no, I think he's the. I think he's evidence. He's. Uh, <laughs> she said that after the uh, throwing out and the stepping on the stomach of the three times, she said Cardell acted different after that. Mm -hmm. He threw up. His head kept tilting, 
he wasn't throwing up before right so uh you know so she did what any state licensed daycare provider would do she gave him a bath in scalding water taped his mouth shut and went shopping uh wow yeah so you know the baby the baby mm-hmm. was discovered uh, dead right and, oh um, oh you think so yes yeah, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the just wrestling excuse how about that the I mean, just re- i mean i like that she in her mind wrestling is what killed him yeah um <laughs> that's i don't know what one minute we, we were wrestling and then uh, i don't know i didn't see him for a day and then uh <laughs> some horseplay that's next thing you know um all of his uh all of his breathing holes were taped shut yeah. but, um, <laughs> that's right the breathing holes uh you know and the cardinal rule when babysitting you know is is avoid uh murdering the children that's yeah that's up there in your care uh, mm-hmm. well in violent brooklyn our second nominee is another case of botched babysitting holy moly 20 year old kelsey smith watching uh, was watching his girlfriend's two kids five and three when the three-year-old accidentally soiled herself Smith beat her to death. Now, I think the key word here is is accidentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't willfully soil herself. Right. This, this was, was the, this was the three year old. The three year old. I mean, it's safe to assume. Yeah, the five year old. You might you might have some reservations about whether or not that was truly accidental. But sure. uh, this uh, this is the, the three year old. Uh, yeah, and she wasn't trying to be mischievous or anything. And and by the way, in, in his defense, uh, before he beat her. To death, uh, uh, Kelsey, you know, after she had soiled herself, before he beat her to death in his defense, he did take the diaper and put it in her face okay. and force her to smell it, which I take as an attempt to teach her something. You sure, know, sure. Like, hey. It's kind of a, it's kind of a, you know, an, an old world method, maybe. Mm-hmm. Sort of like, shit doesn't smell good, you know, mm-hmm. see. Yeah. Uh, but keep in mind, you know, I'm not even sure if corporal punishment to this extent is ever truly effective as a means of potty training. I'm not a parent. Yeah, I'm not a parent. My parents did not use this method, and no, I turned no, out no. Fine. Yeah, so. I turned out okay. I haven't written a book on child care either. Sure. I'm not. I'm not. Look, I've never read one. I don't even yeah. want kids. You know, right? But I do think what the, what he's doing it might prevent accidents uh, in the future, but at what cost? <laughs> right. So you got to weigh that. Uh, strong candidate. Strong candidate. I mean, it's certainly uh, and it certainly gets honor. You know, gets a good mention for um, overreaction of the uh, of the year. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I well, you know, I wish there was an overreaction. Boy, there would be many, many, yeah, <laughs> in that category. Right now, my favorite, mm-hmm. and this received not one vote, not one vote, other than myself, not one vote for. You're the only person excited about this child murder. I am the only, <laughs> perfectly good too. Perfectly good I mean, child murder. I, I think that just it's just going bad. Uh, Gigi Jordan, a Manhattan socialite, is a woman worth about a hundred million dollars. Okay pharmaceutical millionaire she stood trial this year for murdering her eight-year-old son now was the kid autistic yes but that doesn't make it okay right it, it just doesn't right now Gigi always thought uh, that there was a chance someday her kid would be more normal less autistic well that day never came and it seems uh, Gigi was tired of the suspense uh, she reached out with an email at one point to uh, to her friend, and she she threatened to murder the kid okay. and, and to commit suicide in an email. That's urgent. That is urgent. Yeah. That's, uh, Usually, that's pr- uh, you want to write that down and mail it. <laughs> yeah. You want to? You're gonna go right to email. Hey, <laughs> you gotta zip it over that fast. Jesus. Now, uh, and and then and then her friend printed out the email 
and uh, framed it. What faxed it? Oh, faxed it. <laughs> yes, yes. Autistic email, right. sort of. You know, like the, <laughs> the the that is that, that. I think that actually faxing might be the official uh, method of communication of autism. Of autism, yes. Yeah. <laughs> You don't fax a lot of things anymore. You don't fax a lot of things, and you get to watch it print out. It's very exciting. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> machines making all sorts of buzzes and whizzes. Ooh. Do you even own a fax machine? I have been next to one in the last year, I believe. Okay. Well, uh, you know, and, 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 and you know, Gigi Jordan, by the way, I think the perfect name for a Manhattan socialite. That's you know? pretty, yeah. And, when you, and, and she claims now she, she was trying to save her son from a life of sexual torture okay. after she killed herself. And and hey, you know what? If you can't trust a pharmaceutical millionaire, who can you trust? <laughs> I um I don't know if she knows any autistic people. Um, I don't know where she thinks that all this sex is coming from. I uh, <laughs> I know a couple, and they have dry dicks. I can tell you right now. <laughs> well, the uh, the sexual torture. Yeah, sexual torture. She was afraid of, uh, like, when she successfully killed herself, which she assumed she was going to do, okay. that the kid was going to be left to his old stepdad or uh, this other guy. Oh, okay. But the thing is, there's no way they would have ended up with a kid. Uh, and they were listed as, uh, one of them was listed as an emergency contact anyway. Right. So uh, there's a lot of reasons why that's just mm. silly. And uh, there's, there's also no evidence, uh, really, of, of any sexual torture. Um, well, other than... You know, uh, huh. uh, she says one night Jude sat up night in the bed and he started screaming clearly. And as uh, and as perfectly as I can speak right now, dad, bad, dad, bad, dad, bad at the top of his lungs. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I would, I'm creeped out at the idea of this uh, eight year yeah. old autistic child screaming dad, bad. By the way, he's never spoken. Wow. He's never his first words were dad bad. <laughs> yeah. That's something to be proud of. You really you know that's really gotta hurt the mom. That's <laughs> she's you know she's pushing for mama. Dad bad. And she said uh, and she was tearfully tearfully referring to the father child and, and mm -hmm. Jude had never been able to articulate the word dad before. That's why maybe that's where the tears are coming from. I think you're right. Mm. He was whispering in my ear, not clearly, he was saying dad butt holding his finger and saying, finger, finger, finger. He was depicting and talking about things that had been done to him. That's what she testified. Maybe he was saying things he wanted done to him. Right. You don't know. He didn't fully lay that out. Dad, bad, uh, finger, finger, uh, finger, butt, he says. Uh, dad, butt. Dad, butt. <laughs> Maybe he had his finger in dad's butt. Yeah. I just don't. Uh, Maybe Dad should be screaming. I, <laughs> Gigi Jordan, uh, as an element of her defense, she she made the bizarre claim. Also, she and her eight-year-old autistic son had exchanged thousands of BlackBerry messages. He's never spoken. He can't read or write, but uh, they. But he understands BBMs. He <laughs> says uh, particularly strange uh, in, in in this case uh, is that he he uh, he claimed he'd been abused by members of a satanic cult. Hmm. in these text messages that 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 uh, she says that he wrote and included this sentence at one point. It, this time he was six, okay. autistic, has never spoken, can't read or write, and, and, and wrote this sentence to her. I want to aggressively punish God. Um... Well, who wouldn't? Right, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, first that's of all. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you were in that position to so do that, I... Is he I, dictating this? I don't understand. I no, don't, he's I don't, typing it with his little autistic his fingers. little autistic yes, fingers. And now... Uh, hunched I, over. I, th I think 
it's doubtful that he wrote that, you know. Uh, but if he did, he's he's probably regretting that little statement about now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Well, the Post reports that she was found lying amid mm-hmm. five thousand eight hundred nineteen pills. Okay. And an empty bottle of Grey Goose. Man, to have that job to count those pills. Huh? Yeah. That's. <laughs> She would uh, she she would assist on a super premium suicide by the right. way with the gray goose, exactly. uh, and 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 you know, she, look, she approached the murder and the suicide very very dr- differently. For the murder, uh, prosecutors said she jammed a syringe containing a deadly cocktail of painkillers, okay, tranquilizers, sleeping pills mixed with alcohol and orange juice down the boy's throat. Just another night, uh, just another weekend for Andy Dick. Right? Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> you, you call that. What a, oh, a, I wrote that. Dick uh, Mimosa? What is that? <laughs> well, nothing says die, you little autistic fuck. Like squirting a deadly cocktail of painkillers, tranquilizers, and, and sleeping pills uh, mixed with alcohol and orange juice down someone's throat. Mm-hmm. Unless that someone happens to be Courtney Love before ah! 2007. <laughs> <laughs> then when it came to the suicide part, she was a little sloppy. Really? Yeah, you would you would think as a pharmaceutical millionaire, you would mm-hmm. think that Gigi would know pills work when you swallow them, you know? Mm-hmm. But not I mean even if you combine it with booze, just lying amid them is not enough. Well, know? just because she uh, works in pharmaceuticals doesn't mean that, you know, she's you know, she's behind the counter parsing those pills out. I mean, I don't I don't see this woman in a white coat she's making like, you wait an hour and a half. Like, I don't know how to take pills. I don't is this <laughs> I just rub it into my face. Do I just lay amid it? <laughs> Let me murder this kid. She seemed to have the perfect juice for that. Right. But uh, but they found her groggy, and the kid was dead. Mm-hmm. And she sat with the son then for like another like a night. Okay. She was very calm. She took all the money out of his uh, trust fund, a bunch of like 125000 out of his trust fund. Okay. And and by the way, they were in a nice place. Really nice place. Oops. Oh, really? Yeah. It was, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, the, the Palm or something like that? $2,300 a night. Okay. And it says, you know. Oh, she got a hotel room to murder her child. Yeah, yeah, they got a hotel. Well, okay. I mean, you know, you don't have to clean that up and everything. Right, you know? right. Yeah. So she's a hero, you know, because she tried to kill herself along with her son, she said. I tried to kill myself along with my son to save him from a life of sexual torture. Well, I don't know, he wouldn't have died of the sexual torture, but he ended up dying of sun poisoning. Right. Um, well, I think, you know, in a weird... In a weird kind of twist of fate, I think it is safe to say that uh, her hopes came true, and now he is less autistic. <laughs> he is that. Now that he's dead of sun poisoning. Right. <laughs> I don't. Uh, we have a you know, the winner, of course, is is none of these. Mm-hmm. We have what, there what is the, no winner here. I think it's safe. Think to, it's safe. There, we should there say there is no winner. Uh, the the winner was this uh, was this Mexican guy and uh, who 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 killed his kids with a knife, stabbed them mm-hmm. when he saw his wife with the pictures on Facebook and stuff like that. He got jealous. He he killed them all. He got jealous of his, his two wife. Yeah, she was, there was yeah she was in a, in a picture with another guy on Facebook. Oh okay. And then he uh, he killed them all. And then he got in his car and he drove off. He got as far as Texas. He went to the border. Almost made it, but they caught him at the border. So there was the that that dramatic border story. And the reason that he, uh, they said, well, why'd you kill the kids? They said, you kill a wife. Why'd you kill mm-hmm. the kids? Uh, little girls. And he said it was because uh, well, I didn't have any car seats. I would have taken them with me, but I didn't have any car seats. Well, everybody voted for that. I mean, yeah. And I, and I can see why. That's a, that's a, that's a wow. What, a, what an excuse. It's, it's the most absurd excuse. It really is. It's, it, it, there was no sexual torture waiting for these kids. Yes. That's they true. weren't even autistic. 
Right. There's no good reason. There's really no good reason to kill them. They didn't soil themselves. No, as far as we know. As far as we know. Them, yeah. Not not recently enough, and uh, that was not that was not the issue. So um, congratulations uh, to that guy. And, What's his uh, name? Or do we not want? Well, to I mean, I, I you know I, I'm, I'm withholding it. Uh, I would withhold the name as well. <laughs> I don't. We don't want to glorify this kind of behavior. Sure. Now, uh, in fact, you know, to nominate somebody that's one thing, but but to to be a winner, I don't think yeah. so. We will. Uh, plus, uh, I yeah. just don't feel like looking it up right now. We'll mail the award anonymously. Yes, that's right. Uh, we have. Uh, we'll have somebody pick that up for him on a future episode. Uh, you know, uh, I've often been the, labeled a, a misogynist. You know, is that so? Outstanding achievement in, in in the field of misogyny. Yes, I have. I've heard that. I've I've heard that about myself, and I, yeah. I find it uh, offensive. I find it very offensive, and I, it, I consider myself the last. Feminist. I'm more. I'm more offended. By people saying it about you, yeah, and about me, it doesn't make any sense at all, right? If there's anybody who's not a misogynist, it's Nate Fridson, the uh, senior Jew correspondent for New York City Crime Report. We can't Thank have you. that kind of shit going around, right? I've, uh, but I've often been labeled. And to those people who label me a misogynist, I've always wanted to say, you don't know the meaning of misogyny, you dumb whore. Right. The men are talking. Yes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I might be a misogynist, but that doesn't mean I hate women. Right. <laughs> uh, we have a culture clash uh, for the first nominee. This is in the cosmopolitan capital, New York City, where the full weight of the cradle of civilization crashes on a woman's Manhattan clitoris. That's right, in Manhattan, right here, right here in Manhattan, where my wife sleeps, where my children play with their toys <laughs> on a clitoris. <laughs> And you know that, uh, by the way, the Post went uh, right on with calling this uh, a circumcision. We had a circumcision here. Mm -hmm. A circumcision. A female circumcision. Uh, that's not what it's called now. Uh, but the Post called it that. And it's all its all psychological. You yell circumcision, everybody goes, huh? huh? Mm -hmm. You yell ge genital mutilation. <laughs> we got a panic on our hands People on the come 4th running. of July. Yeah, you, for the love of God. Uh, let's not do that. We don't, right. want, we don't want to panic. I do want to panic people. This yeah, is like, good. especially in light of recent world events, I think that there's a there's a full blown religious war th that this is the beginning of, and I think that it's being fought on the front of women's clits. Of women's clits, yeah. Yes, you you start you start uh, genitally mutilating women, and uh, you've seeded a lot of ground. I'm at least going to put a book down and, and perk up. Yes. Yet not only that, I will take up my. Uh, you know, let's. You know what we should do? What's it's, that? It's a go, go. Uh, let's see the whoever these radicals are. Let's go and uh, circumcise their clits. Yeah, you know, take it right let's off. Circumcise everybody over there. It's like, look. I mean, I'm circumcised. I'm circumcised as well. Yeah. I think that circumcision is good for men. Mm -hmm. uh, supposedly not as good for women. I hear le less favorable reviews of well, female circumcision. Yes, the reason they do it is to uh, eliminate sexual pleasure. Right, and um, I, you know, I there's no need to do that. No, I mean, you know, they give them a fighting chance anyway. Right, exactly. Right? <laughs> I mean, they've got these machines. I think they've got machines right now. Have you seen some of these things that could probably you you don't even need a clit. They're so good. You know what I mean? What, Talk about the, the vibrators and vibrator. what. Oh, yeah. so you're saying you believe in this myth of the G-spot? Is what I'm you're saying? saying. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's not that. And I don't. Right. But good. I'm saying that, that even without a clit, mm -hmm. they vibrate so hard. I bet you could you could make a clitless woman come. Wow. With some of these things. That uh, should be on the box. <laughs> Musa Diara of Manhattan mutilated the genitals of his 24-year-old wife. Uh, and the Post explains... 
that it was punishment because she refused to let him fuck her in the ass. That's not in the words of the post, but uh, right. that's what they're getting at. Uh, they couldn't find a good pun for fucker in the ass. <laughs> and what if we did that here? What, what if we did that? What if our wives, they wanted in the ass if we just cut their clits off instead of our usual game plan, which is just beg and poke them in their sleep? Right, exactly. <laughs> You know, right? That'd be a different, a different situation, wouldn't it? If there was just that, like, what if there was just a threat of it? Mm-hmm. You know, just like, hey, you know what? I, I might cut your clit off, right? If you don't straighten the, you might not up. have to get her so drunk on your birthday then. <laughs> it's, it's a once a year deal, honey. Right. Come on, exactly. You said, I, <laughs> I, uh, fucking, you, you said, fucking, all right, all right. Well, you know the rules. Happy fucking birthday, I guess. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I do think in America, husbands should discipline their wives, um, but not out of anger, out of love. Out of love, you know? Uh, maybe. Uh, You're trying to build her up. And maybe, you know, build up a little gratitude for her, for right. her still functioning clit. Um, genital mutilation in Africa is traditionally carried out, by the way, by an older woman with zero medical training, mm-hmm. using scissors, nail files, a piece of string tied to a doorknob. <laughs> I think that the the, the uh, criteria is it's got to be something that'll hurt, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then what they the reason they do it they also believe that it keeps the hole cleaner, healthier, and uh, more manageable, and stylish. Mm-hmm. They fear that without mutilating their genitals, their daughters may be shunned by uh, the community. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jesus, these are clearly people with a highly developed sense of community, right? You know. That's a long way to go, not to be shunned. I've been shunned by the community. It's not that bad. <laughs> In New York City, people proudly choose their genitals over the community. Yeah. Right? I have I have not left the apartment. Yeah. Forget the community. It's raining. I have my genitals. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you like better? You know, people or your genitals? That's not, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. I mean, people... I've never given my friend a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> if they can't feel their genitals here... It's the Botox. Right. The, the, the women in New York City, they, they want a young-looking pussy. But I can't... Uh, look. And but then it can't, it can't, like, you know, it can't make any facial expressions. So no, it's bad, you exactly. Know. You can't tell if it's happy. Exactly. You can't... It's, it's, it just always looks surprised. You know? <laughs> I don't want to sound ethnocentric here either, but uh, this is in Africa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what you want to say. Genital mutilation, get, take that bit back to Giraffe Town. Right. <laughs> yeah, this is America, Jack. And as sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti, I'll break my foot off in your royal ass. I think I got that out better the second time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So 48-year-old Musa Diafra did forcibly sodomize his 24-year-old wife and then mutilated her genitals. So so by the way, let's we kind of this is a crime so heinous. You kind of focus on the female mutilation, mm-hmm. the genital mutilation. Uh he also raped her. Right. But rape is just kind of like an appetizer in this story. It's really it's yeah. It's that's how misogynistic this story is. I mean, anal rape. This guy is putting the, the man in Manhattan. He's just warming up. Yeah. He is uh he he's he, you know and I guess you know maybe that was what it was too is that maybe he just decided that that ass was so good you know he's like, you're not gonna need this clit anymore right uh, but uh, I don't know I mean look I, I, I get accused of jumping too far ahead in the narrative making all kinds of wild extrapolations but I think it's safe to say they could benefit from some couples counseling <laughs> thank you yeah uh, 
Yeah. I, I you know what? And and the order that he did it is like slightly not misogynistic, I guess, you know. Like if you I mean like if he if he would have circumcised her uh, pre-rape, mm-hmm. then you would think like well, he didn't even want her to have any pleasure. Right. right. You know, didn't want it to be possible. He didn't want to get anything out of that. He could have reached around, you know. Sure. Uh, we don't know. Right. You know, he, he could have been uh, he could have been one of those like, you know, one of those generous rapists, you know, Behind a generous doors. lover. Yes. You know? Yeah. So they, they do exist. And uh, and by the way, uh, oh, well, look at this. We we have a transcript from our examination from the medical examiner's office. Uh, and here it go. It says uh, the height and weight of the clit can only be estimated from the partial remains. The labia has been severed at mid pussy. Oh. There are no major sex organs remaining. This was no boat accident, and it wasn't any propeller, and it wasn't any coral reef, and it wasn't Jack the Ripper. It was an African. <laughs> it was even worse. <laughs> an African. Farewell and adieu, ye African ladies. Um, she has no more clit, and uh, she probably thought, like, when she was getting anally raped, like, wow, this really hurts. Right. This is painful. This is probably the worst thing that's going to happen to me today. Guess what? <laughs> I'm ready to chalk this day up to as a loss. I'm ready to not even hear the other nominees. I mean, this guy is... Uh, to me, he should be the clear winner. He, he really cut to the quick there. I All mean, right. he's really... Well, we opened with it, so you right. know he's not the winner. Right. <laughs> now, a cop was arrested for panty extortion. Well, you can't you can't rule out the NYPD. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, this is where you get that element of of institutionalized kind of uh, uh, you know uh, misogyny. Dolphin sure. Lantigua arrested for asking female NYPD uh, PD recruits for a thousand dollars in cash. He wants three things. He wants a thousand dollars in cash, mm-hmm. all the sex he wanted, and their panties. And in exchange, he was willing to fast track their hiring paperwork through the system. That's pretty to, good. To f- yeah, to fast track it, it's going to save them days, mm-hmm. weeks maybe, of waiting to become an NYPD officer. Uh, you know, I mean, quite the light at the end of the tunnel there. It really. seems to me as if, uh, and, and by the way, all he's doing is asking. Right, yeah, he's not like he's requesting, man. He's like, here, here's what I can do for you. He's not even trying to like guilt trip, like it's uh, like sponsoring him on a walk or something. You know what I mean? He's just, he's just asking. Yeah, I mean, what do you say? Uh, if if this was the proposition, how would you feel about it? Uh, and uh, but he's still, you know, you you're a woman. You work hard to become a police officer. Right. You are uh, already defying all sorts of stereotypes. Mm-hmm. You're already like, uh, you know, uh, doing something that that is. Uh, you know, difficult to do, especially as a woman. And now this guy comes along mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, baby, right? give me your panties and all the sex I want and $1,000. Uh, that I think is drastically misogynistic. You, do we it, know this dude's sex drive, though? I mean, no. what if all the sex he wants is like, you know, a handy once every one, once in a while? Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe he's not really like, hey, well, my yeah, demands are really, minimal. Yeah, I'm not really like a sexual being. but Really, uh, I'd like to, the opportunity just to hold hands with a girl. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. I, I, whatever happened to taking our time? Let's, you know, sit on the couch and watch Game of Thrones with me, you know? Something... <laughs> Well, he was caught after one woman met him at a restaurant in Lantigua. Mm. Lantigua he asked her to give him her panties. Uh, he met at a restaurant. Give me your panties. Mm. She refused, reported she- him to police, who launched an investigation. And when he was arrested, they searched his locker at Brooklyn North Task Force. Guess what? They found three pairs of panties inside. Well, I mean, this his first of all, his method of going to a restaurant, going to a diner and asking a cop, a female cop for her panties... I mean, there's no way this woman is wearing a dress. He's just being rude. 
She has to go take off her pants in a diner bathroom. God. And then hand over the panties. You know, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. This is, I mean, that's, it's asking too much. It, it's, it's asking too much in the least convenient way possible. Right. And, and frankly, it's, it's just rude. It's just rude. Uh, and, and it, it, it does go beyond the, the, the normal bounds of, of socially acceptable, uh, misogyny. Sure. Uh, so I think it deserves a nomination. You might be able to argue there's other more misogynistic things that happened. Uh, I, I thought it was important to get something in here that was not, uh, you know, entirely violent. This fella is just so brazen. He's brazen, and uh, and he he's going to stand trial. And I guess he's three uh, got three grand in his pocket though. Uh, if he's got those three pairs of panties, do you think he it's actually true. got some taggers on that? I'm sure he did. I'm sure. I'm sure he did. Somebody who everyone like, wants to get ahead. It's New York City. <laughs> well, in Brooklyn, we have a, a verdict in the case of the Pakistani man who beat his wife to death. I mean, mm-hmm. he, uh, I mean this there is... was a verdict. He was found guilty, and uh, so he did indeed beat his wife to death. And and uh, uh, you know, hey, look, uh, the, the the guy he, he's from Pakistan, mm-hmm. uh, which is of course, uh, first of all, land of movers. You know, <laughs> yes, Pakistan. <laughs> Didn't expect you to laugh. Movers, not shakers. 75-year-old uh, Noor Hassan became enraged when his, uh, with his 68-year-old wife. And now we become enraged with our significant others. It's not too unusual. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what specifically makes makes you, uh, you know, enraged, Nate. Uh, what does? Uh, mostly uh, any time, any, like any time, uh, you know, my significant other would uh disagree with me in any way uh-huh. that, uh, that would, oh that would i it. hate that that's the worst I, it's it it really and they and they don't realize they're doing it a lot of times right you know what i mean they, mm-hmm. they, well, they just start saying something or they maybe just, you haven't even said your opinion yet and they, and they they have something that is or they start the sentence with no <laughs> like that's that's what gets i'm just like you didn't eat, you're idling at no you're like it's just like the sound you make when you're thinking is no yeah whatever it is you're saying is no i totally get it now <laughs> yes that is irritating yeah you know look i i i love if a woman is pretty sure. i love if she has a killer body but That's the most great. important thing to me you know what it is you're, and you're gonna think it's so old-fashioned obedience <laughs> you know and she's got, it is old-fashioned yeah and she's you're got a real have, throwback she's got to have a beautiful smile too you right. know because i want to believe it <laughs> i uh I, I do, I, you know, it, it is best, uh, you know, but an old-fashioned woman once told me, um, you've heard this before, right? Remember, old-fashioned women used to say this all the time, the way a man's hired is through his stomach. Yes, I've heard that. But, uh, yeah, you got to be careful. It might be true, but once you get in there, it's it's dark and gurgly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, sometimes you get a taste for something, and, and, and nothing else will quite do the trick. And for some people... Okay, and I know. Look, I don't want to be down on any religious system or anything, and I don't want to re- mention what religious background the man had. But uh, I'll just say what he did want for dinner. He wanted a some goat. Oh, is he Jewish? He wanted some. <laughs> he's obviously Jewish. Right. You know those Jews? <laughs> they love goat. and their goat, kosher goat. Kosher goat. Is there anything you could do to goat to make it kosher? I think goat. I think goat is technically kosher. Really? But it's a very. I mean. I'm willing to bet this is not the uh, is this is not one of seven Jews from Pakistan. So. No, it is not. Uh, uh, he is uh, a Muslim man from from Pakistan, and mm-hmm. and he's eating gram uh, because uh, <laughs> she made she made gram, which is this. Uh, I don't even I know what that is. It's some kind of lentil thing. Okay, and uh, sounds sounds awful. Yeah, he did. Yeah, she made she made those, and he says, I, "Yeah, it does sound awful." Gram, gram, and now the problem is uh, he wanted goat. 
That's it. Right. Specifically, she said, no, I made Graham. So, uh, so he, so, okay, what does he do? What, 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 you know, like any man would do in the situation, uh, a man of his culture, Mm -hmm. uh, a man of his, uh, particular, um, uh, you know, ilk, he grabs the laundry stick and, uh, he uh, beat her to death with the laundry stick. Right now, now for those of you uh, living in any degree of civilization at all, what the laundry? What is a laundry stick? That that is a large stick that they found outside and they brought it in to stir the laundry. Right. <laughs> now, st- stirring your laundry with a stick you found in the street has got to be the most immigrant thing that you can do. Sure. Uh, short of uh, beating your wife to death over not cooking goat, right. I think. <laughs> yes, those that, are the two. Those would be, yeah, kind of those are hand the, in hand. Those are neck and neck, yeah. I think. <laughs> you but, get a, a short of, uh, maybe having some chickens run through the living room. Those are, yeah, while chickens are running through the living room. Those two are neck and broken neck. And that, and that might have been happening. Uh, right. But in, in fact, his culture, in his culture, uh, hitting a woman is not only allowed, it's expected. Right. It's counterintuitive to us. Uh, sort of, but you know, it's it's not, it's not how it is in some countries. And in, in like in some in some countries, it's good manners to belch at the end of a meal. Sure, there are situations where it's considered rude not to beat your wife. <laughs> in this case, I imagine, uh, you know, they were uh, probably walking up uh, a staircase. I don't want to be slander. I, I don't want to be slanderous, but uh, I think uh, this this guy this fella exhibited poor taste. I would say. Poor taste. Poor taste. To say the least. To say the least. Way beyond the bounds of normalcy. Yeah. Uh, You know, hey, look. And and, and again, you don't want to sound like, oh, I'm down on other cultures. But there's limits. You know what I mean? I mean, a laundry stick. (laughs) There's brooms. There's mops. There's things for cleaning the floor. There's other heavy objects. Do you work out? Is there a barbell? Is there a tennis racket? A golf club? That old, old school black rotary phone. Even, yeah, I would even allow that. Yeah. Even even the rotary phone. Those things were heavy. Very heavy. But uh, this man had had no goat in his mouth. And, uh, you know... <laughs> yeah, you know, look. I, I, I imagine the scene with him, though, you know, like... Uh, like he's got the laundry stick, you know, and then instead of using it to stir laundry, he used to beat his brains in. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, 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 you know, according to his attorney, uh, he had no atten- intention of doing that. No. Of, of, of beating his wife to death. Uh, he says that she, uh, she says rather, he comes from a culture where he thinks it's appropriate conduct, mm-hmm. where he can hit his wife. Uh, you see, it wasn't murder. It was just a regular beating gone horribly wrong. <laughs> he was in a, uh, he was in a goatless haze, I guess. <laughs> goatless haze. <laughs> you understand it's, if I had goat, I'd have been sluggish. I would have <laughs> taken a nap. Look, if I if you if you if you give me goat, happy man. No goat, you know, you get what you get. You know, it's a compelling defense. Uh, she's not saying that that it was excusable. Just saying that there's reasonable doubt whether or not there was intent to kill. Hmm. And I think that's one of the necessities for a murder conviction. Uh, you would have thought, but in intent this case, to kill? in this yeah, intent. Yeah, right. You got you got to be trying to kill her. He was uh, just the, he was just really just trying to send his food back in a weird way. He, <laughs> it's really just. He says, "Could the, I'm saying, could there possibly be reasonable doubt that he wanted to kill her? I think so. The jury said, I don't care who you are. This is America, Jack. Right. And uh, take it back to Pakistan. Uh, pack it up. Pack it up and take it back. Hit the road because uh, the way, you know, because because we don't we don't go for that here. The, uh, yeah, I don't go for that. And, you know, the way to a man's heart it might be through his stomach, but you do have to be careful because that's also the way to his asshole. Right. <laughs> 
Well, those are the first three categories. Uh, the first, uh, however many nominees. What are mm-hmm. like ten nominees? Ten around ten nominees. Yeah. Well, the Goat Man wins. He's the he he was. I the, mean, the big winner in this category. It's got you know, it's got everything. It's got uh, it's got murder. It's got uh, you know. Uh, kind of a honeymooners that you know have food on the table type vibe yeah it does got an old-fashioned it's old old and new it's old and new it's old world it happened this year yeah yeah it's it's amazing isn't it it's got an outdated laundry method yeah it's got a it's it's, that can't be helping the clothes get clean whatsoever i mean yeah you're using a stick you found outside how how are you cleaning clothes with a you stick? might as well just beat your clothes with it and put them back on what is it like a magic wand right exactly <laughs> wave it over the clothes i think uh i i think that i still in my opinion and and again i'm the only vote mm-hmm. for the circumcision story yeah but um female juni- uh, uh, uh female was a genital mutilation genital mutilation i think that's way worse but you know, or more misogynistic, I would say. I mean, I would I'd, say I'd rather it's be more... alive with no clit than yeah. dead, I suppose. Yeah, I would say more misogynistic. I mean, this uh, this guy with the goat is just that's a crime of passion, you know. Yeah, he's a foodie. <laughs> he's a foodie, and uh, he also like was like, he's just this is a normal thing. Yeah. Oh well, get ready for your beating. Right here it comes. Well, now it's... had it been a man, had he married a man. Had he married a or, or a younger woman or a younger woman? She's sixty-eight years old. Mm. I mean, to me, a, a twenty-four-year-old clit is worth the life of a sixty-eight-year-old. Any day, any day, <laughs> absolutely. So, I'm, I'm a, I, yeah. I will defer to the listeners on that. And, and I mean, I guess you, you have to, but I, I think I'm with you. I think the the <laughs> genital mutilation is worse. I, to me, it's a travesty. Yeah, but I, I, I think also it's also one of those things where you go with the winner. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you're gonna call someone a winner, they, they, you, you, they, they, it's just something psychologically where you just don't want to give that person an award. Yeah, I'm know, willing. I'm willing not to give any of these people an award. Oh yeah, that's there's okay. no actual cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. If we had a trophy for you know outstanding achievement in the field of child murder, sure. Hey. Why not? You know, I mean, at least a medal you have to wear. I, it's it's interesting to imagine what that trophy would look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, hey, if you have a design for that, why don't you send it to me at uh, at, at patdixonnyc at gmail dot com. You go to my website patdixonnyc dot com. Well, that's where you find my dates and dates and 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 where I'm going to be in New York City. If you want to come for a little while longer. I'm going to provide uh, tickets to you if you want to see Desperation tonight. That's every Monday at Caroline's through March. Or uh, at The Stand, you can see me there. Last Tuesday, that's the last Tuesday of every month at The Stand Comedy Club every Monday at Caroline's. Again, all this stuff, just go to paddixonnyc.com. By the way, everybody clicked off probably towards the end of that last story. Probably, No yeah. one's listening. Right. Um, but uh, Which we really had some gems in there. Yeah. So it's a, uh, <laughs> it's a shame. Their loss. Their loss. Now, um, you can also find Nate Fridson where... Uh, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Nate Fridson, N A T E F R I D S O N, and uh, oh, at Beauty Bar, and at Beauty Bar every Sunday night at nine. Yeah, you can see me in, great in, uh, in Manhattan. Thank you. Yeah, and our our uh, our uh, your new fan Kristen Brandt can stalk you there. Yeah, oh, well, yes. wonderful, yeah. very exciting. <laughs> I'm sure she's listening <laughs> and cutting will, herself, willing <laughs> willing to accept stalkers at the Beauty Bar. Yeah, we'll take anyone. You yeah. know, it's uh it's not a bringer show, but we could use some people. In the what seats. are we? Yeah, we're not elitist you know, or yeah, anything. Yeah, you know, everyone needs a laugh. Hey, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you have criminal intent, uh, so long as it's not particularly violent. Mm-hmm. Now. Uh, uh, thanks to everybody who came out to the live show too. That was a lot of fun. Oh, what a blast! That was at, great. Uh, it was of course at New York City Podfest, and we had uh, well, we had Jim Polk there. Jim's 
Boy, Jim's great. Uh, we uh, so many people wearing shirts. So yeah, it was a, lo- a lot of fans. A so, lot of fans. Uh, say hi to, to David and Alex, and to uh, and 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 also to um, Liz, and and you know, made so many friends, and mm-hmm. we have so many people who support the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, and Greg, of course, you know, who's a longtime fan of the show. Um, we uh, will do that again at some point. We'll we'll do another live show, and, and it's and, great. And yeah, it's fun to do. I've had some slides and a little mm-hmm. kind of a keynote. Uh, it's always, yeah. I think my my visual effects are not like uh, they don't seem professionally uh, done or anything like that. It's it's uh it's an added uh, it's a nice it's a nice addition for the live show. You want live to- show should have should have something visual. I think so too. I think aside from people just sitting on a right, stage, right? So um there is a, there is another element and and thanks to uh, thanks to everybody who came out once again. We do appreciate that. So go to me go to my website again, patdixnyc.com, and and communicate with me at um. Uh, by the way, if you wanted to vote on any of the. Uh, on any of these where you would have done that would be uh, for these nominees <laughs> the group uh new york city crime report uh group and and also i don't know like the page mm-hmm. just do things for me just do them now go 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 do them follow me on twitter and all these things pat dixon on twitter and also nyc crime report on twitter everybody who was hanging out for that last going oh yeah mm-hmm. we, we're still here now they've now they're gone there's there's literally nobody listening we are going them. to be the only people who hear this part <laughs> of the podcast <laughs> this is going to be a mystery <laughs> we can maybe include it as part of a, a patreon uh extra someday <laughs> which there will be patreon extras and i want to say bonus material for patreon uh subscribers coming thank you so much to the people who have um, signed up on Patreon to support the podcast. So helpful and so cool, the immediate response uh, that I got. If you guys uh, would like to do that, go to patreon.com and find New York City Crime Report. Sponsor the show. Uh, and, uh, you know, like we've been doing this for uh, four years now almost. And, you know, we don't, there's no money involved. So I'm not going to beg for money. But mm-hmm. yeah, if you really think the show is not great and worth listening to and you think it's worth uh, some money, then by all means, you know. Now, this show here is kind of like a recap of 2014. Yeah. Uh, there'll be new shows coming up. Uh, I will cover the other three uh, nominees or the other nine nominees in the other three categories on a future episode. And uh, there'll be new ones as well. Also, if you'd like a T-shirt, well, I have them. So all you have to do is go to my website, patdixonnyc.com. Go to shirts. You click donate. Guess what? Next thing you know, you're getting a t-shirt and um, all the prizes and information are there. And it's it's a decent uh, deal. And by the way, I'll take as much as you want to give me. I'm not like, uh, you know, weird about that. If you want to throw, uh, say, for instance, if you wanted to give me several hundred dollars. Sure. I'm not going to go like, eh, no, it's not allowed, not allowed. I'm not weird about it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And thanks so much to Australia, by the way. But the people are great in Australia. They, they really are. They uh, great fans. Um, and I think interviewing John Safran uh, helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he's, sure. He's a fan of the show. So happy to have had him on. And, um, well, that's the show. So I hope you enjoyed it. The other nominees will be coming up and uh, new stuff coming. Thank you, Nate Fritzen. Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. <laughs>